You've won. New email. Received at 2.52pm. Hello? Hello? Now, look, the, the lass on the switchboard at 5KA was most obliging, uh, but I didn't recognise the name on the message, so I hope I've got a correct number. Um, now, this is Caleb Bond, and I'm calling to object in the strongest possible terms to your Bunta Vista communist radio program. I, I understand in a recent episode of your serial, you expressed a desire to, I quote, murder me with a gun. Now, now this is not Red China, and uh, she'll not tolerate this kind of language against my person. Her mother has kindly agreed to permit me use of the modem to download your awful show, and I'm attempting to do so post-haste. But in the meantime, a regular correspondent to my comments section was good enough to transcribe some of your foul words, and I shall respond to them now. Now, firstly, to say that I have an extremely flushable head is somewhere between indecipherable and deliberately dumb. Now, the fact that I was once, merely once, subjected to vicious bullying that saw me rescued by the fine fake of the Adelaide Fire Service when my head became lodged in the cistern of one of the privies at school makes no judgment either way with regard to the flushability or otherwise of my scum. Note that my head was not in the bowl but in the cistern, so please check your facts and desist from this nonsense. Now, to decry my voice as that of a 50-year-old man is unfair. 50-year-old men should be luckiest to have a voice like mine, trained as it is for radio and inspired by the great voices of our time, like B.A. Santa Maria, our Sir, Sir William McMahon, and many of Adelaide's finest establishment figures. Your jealousy of my voice is emblematic of your overall communistic and decadent nature. You are unable to achieve anything on your own merits in this world, and so you would have us adopt the terrible worldview of Mr Khrushchev or Mr Zedong and steal the voices of others. In summary, I would ask that you desist from any further name-calling. Please do not continue to call me a tiny shithead, uh, extremely punchable Chucky doll, uh, bonsai Menzies impersonator, uh, Adelaide's most annoying taxi driver 2035, uh, future girl sycophant, uh, Tory Shirley Temple, or most disgustingly of all, Baleb Cond. Should you continue along these lines, you shall be hearing from Mother. Good day. To return the call, press 6. To erase, press 3. To play it again, press 7. To keep, press 5. Oh my god. Welcome to Punta Vista Socialist Club, <laughs> episode 20. Oh, oh. oh my goodness. This dear friend of the show, Caleb Bond, ringing in with his feedback about last week's episode, uh, which I understand that he had a chance to listen to. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, you know, I can say that he he reposted it on his own Twitter, which was nice for us. Um, it was and great for a us. direct quote from him. It was, uh, sorry? It was great for us. Yeah. Thanks, Caleb. Um, here's, a, here's a direct quote from Caleb about the show. Um, These are very normal and sane people talking about one of my columns. Yeah, them's the facts. Yeah. There you go, guys. We've never been saner. I'm normal. We've never been saner. Yeah, I'm incredibly normal, particularly in the brain. Very normal people, all of us. Well, I'm I'm not normal, but I wasn't on the episode, so yeah, you weren't there, so you're you're the not normal I get a one pass. now. Yeah. 
So we can we can only assume that that doesn't apply to you. Uh, maybe he'll get a chance to hear this one and I hope so. let us know what he thinks about Theo's brain. Mm. Caleb, hope you're listening. G'day. Caleb, g'day, <laughs> friend of the show. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, uh, we put out the call this week for um, for some questions. Questions from our listeners, uh, from our dear sweet patrons and uh, friends of the show all around the world uh, for, you know, any questions you might have. Uh, of course, our mailbag is always open to general questions, but this week uh, we asked for any anything you might need advice about. Um Lucy and I were recording a commentary track for the beautiful, beautiful film White Chicks the other day, mm-hmm. uh, which will be on the Patreon feed very soon. Uh, and Lucy floated the idea that we should, in fact, uh, be doing advice questions. Um, and then she got very, very excited about the idea. And here we are. Not sure why I floated that. Don't know why I thought that'd be a good mm-hmm. idea, but here we are. Don't know why it came back, uh, why it came up. Someone will have to listen back to the commentary track. Figure it let out. Know. Let us know. Uh, so, you know, let's um, let's let's kick it off. We've got um, got all kinds of questions from people here. There's quite a few that, uh, starting off, are, are about relationships, about marriages, about unions. Uh, not not like the good kinds of unions, not trade unions or anything like that. Uh, just regular old marital unions. Yuck. Um, so you know, we could start with uh, with this question from dear friend of the show, who Caleb Bond has still not taken up on her uh, invitation for a drink, uh, Nikki at Wine Mum on Twitter. Nikki asks, "Yes, hello. Who wants to be my husband?" Caleb Bond. Question mark. Well, can you back that up? I just get a vibe, you know. He's he's ignored it for too long. I feel like it's uh, protesting too much, to be honest. So Caleb. Mm. Just go for it. I know you're nervous. I know it might be your first time, but, you know, Nikki's nice. Hmm? Here's a question. Has Caleb been reading some, like, uh, pickup artist stuff? Is he negging Nikki right now? Maybe he is. He would read pickup artist stuff. <laughs> he is the type. He's dropping some cold shoulder shit on it. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Uh, Nikki, you keep chasing that dream of that, of that date with... Uh, Sweet Caleb, maybe it's going to happen. It'll happen. Uh, I hope it we, we can only hope. We can only hope. Uh, we have a we have another question here from Ash, which I was quite interested in. And a friend of the show, Ash, asks: uh, When gay marriage passes, do you have any tips on how I can stop my hetero marriage from falling apart? <laughs> I think Good it's question. doomed. I mean, this is what people well, have been saying the whole time, and um, I, I think we just all have to accept it. I mean, Andrew and I, we've got skin in the game, and we we well, also have to accept that we're, we're, we're fucked, but not the good way. Yeah, maybe. I mean, well, my, my piece of advice would be maybe consider um, finding a same-sex lover that you really like mm. to bring into the relationship, as it will be government-mandated. It'll be compulsory to get gay yeah. married, so you will have to divorce your wife. But uh, she'll she'll get a girlfriend as well, so you know, might all be happy in the end. Uh, yeah, as a lot of same-sex marriage opponents uh, strongly infer that um, people of the same sex being allowed to marriage each other will then, of course, lead to uh, you know all kinds of other wild stuff. Um, lots of people in one marriage. Uh, maybe you're going to marry your sister or a dog or whatever. 
Um, so we, it only stands to reason that the government will, in fact, mandate that you know uh, a third party join your marriage. Well, Theo is um, Theo so yeah, is marrying that's... his cat right now, so uh, yeah. this is, I'm very uncomfortable with this image. <laughs> is he? I can't. I can't even. I can't even see Theo. Oh, is well, he? A... How, how, how's the cat? Is the um, cat all right? Well, she spent the last 15 minutes scratching at the pointedly closed door. Uh, <laughs> door was closed for a reason. Uh, and now she's gone. So fuck you, gnome. Hmm. Cat can't take a hint. Not good with social cues. No, Just like why marry a cat? Hmm. Uh, so there's the advice, everybody. Is uh, is start start scoping it out now. Start trying to find somebody that you think would be a good fit as a third wheel in your marriage. Uh, is there a friend that you've thought about having a three way with? Hmm? Do you want to invite them to maybe marry you? Just go for it. Think about it. And then slowly start transitioning to that third wheel to be the second wheel and jettison the second wheel as the third wheel. Yeah. Just just wind up in a gay marriage, is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, that's that's what's legally required, so we may as well just (laughs) start the process sooner rather than later. (laughs) It's true. Uh, We will be phasing out traditional marriage. We will be. That's the plan. That's the gay agenda. So... Hmm? (laughs) <laughs> that classic agenda we all know and love <laughs> Alright, moving on uh, We have another question here Dear friend of the show, Matt How you doing, Matt? Shout out to Matt Hi, Matt uh, Matt says Yeah, g'day I've got a wife and a couple of wiener kids What's a good way to spark things up in terms of, you know, intercourse? I don't know what they... Th- I don't know What's intercourse? What does he mean by this? What? It's a it's a marital thing. You guys pause because ne- neither of you know what kids, it is. So you guys don't know what it course. is either. I got my sex license from the government. That's why. Oh, you've got kids. So I got tra- you've done it. Yeah, I got traditionally married. I put in my permit. Uh, I got my card back. Good for one intercourse. And we had to wait a couple of years before we could, uh, you know, file for another license. And you, then so, you had sex look, once. You know, if you're doing it more than more often than like a couple of years apart. I feel like you're, you're you're using up all the sex. It's already spiced up by the sounds of it. Yeah. Spicy intercourse life. Spi- yeah, a couple of wiener kids. Yeah, you've had a couple Nothing of them. Nothing spicier to me than the, the word intercourse for a start. <laughs> I personally am very turned on when my idiot husband <laughs> asks me if I'd like to engage in intercourse. <laughs> oh, sweetie, it's intercourse night. How about some of that uh, intercourse later? Put the kids to bed. Mm. Go have some intercourse. Uh, oh, <laughs> love it. Saturday night is intercourse night. <laughs> Put on Queen. Um, like <laughs> live at the opera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this what you do? Yeah. Well, there's a Queen song. There's a Queen song for every occasion in the bedroom. Is there? Yeah. Um, taught me like, th- actually. Taught uh, me. Taught me through the Queen song and the scenario. Yeah, okay. Let's say you're getting into a little bit of rope play, a bit of bondage. Then you put on I Want to Break Free. Ah. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're cuddling after some hardcore fucking, then it's um, the old, you're my best friend, you know? Uh, if, your wife, if your wife is thick, if your wife is thick, fat bottom girls is the obvious choice. There's, there's something for everything, you know? Oh, yeah. 
Um, if you if you are sick of having sex and you're sick of your marriage and you just want it to all be over, you go to the Highlander soundtrack and you put on Who Wants to Live Forever. I feel, like, you know? I feel like I'm learning too much about your uh, personal <laughs> kinks, disgusting. so to speak. Matt, I hope you've taken all this in because you know you could be you could be really delving into the Queen discography here. There's a lot of tracks in there. That could be a, a lot of intercourse. Look, it's if if you're one of those adult baby people who likes to wear the <laughs> nappies, you put on Radio Gaga. If you're one of those people, please don't listen to our podcast. Oh my god! Um, on Twitter, I follow uh, a couple of people, like um, a good friend of the show, uh, Michael Hudson, who's on there as uh, Eminem Obama. Ah, uh, yes. And also uh, his pal uh, Tom Online, who is sometimes Cowboy Tom. And they both just mine Facebook for, like, the weirdest, greasiest people that you've ever seen in your life. Oh, I love it. Who, oh, they don't have any kind of privacy settings turned on. They're both um, invaluable follows on Twitter. Mm. Uh, but Tom, more so than Michael, um, he, he posts a lot of the adult diaper stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so bad, man. I don't understand. I feel like that's feel probably like... the weirdest fetish of all. It's right up there. I feel like it's more of an American thing than an Australian thing, right? Like, it's Ooh. not something that... Yeah, we call them nappies. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> and then people realise what they're doing because the, the word is so stupid and they stop. Oh. They stop doing it. Does anyone really stop? Come on. I just, uh, yeah, it's just a whole, it's a whole thing. How do you introduce someone else to that? Like, if you're, if you're just like, you know, a six foot tall dude, and you're, you're very large, you, maybe you're a bit overweight, covered in hair, uh, and you're just like, hey, girl, I've been dating for a little while. Uh, Check this by out. By the way, yeah. By the way, I wear great big adult nappies, and I put in a dummy, and I lie in a crib. Do- I want you to treat me like I'm a big baby. Do they shit? Do they shit the nappy? Oh, oh. is that part of it? <laughs> they shit the nappy. <laughs> they shit the nappy. <laughs> I feel like peeing, peeing in the nappy is probably the slightly lower grade. They definitely pee yeah. in the nappy. Oh yeah, um, that's some basic bitch shit of the nappy world. I'm sure. This is a kink shaming episode now. We're just kink shaming everybody. <sighs> no, I, I'm comfortable shaming that one. Like. There's a lot of kinks I'm 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 down with, but oh man, that one a lot, like a I lot said, that you're I down just, with. Yeah, several, several. Um, the main one is Queen songs, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I, I like I said, I don't understand how how you introduce that. I assume you're meeting somebody off Craigslist. I don't know. Uh, so there you go, Matt. If you want to spice up your intercourse. Diapers. Okay. Diapers. Queen songs. Yeah. Consider, consider putting on a nappy, apping, uh, yeah, acting like a big baby and putting Queen on. Answered that the question. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, I want to see how fast you guys answer this next question, okay? All right. Are you, are you both primed and ready to go? I'm ready. Uh, friend of the show. Uh, Travis E. Jordan asks, is it okay to date Tories even if they're really hot? No. no absolutely not. Oh. No. Oh, well, I mean, Wyatt Roy, we could have had it all 
If you're listening, Wyatt, call me. <laughs> this is a great bit a few if years li- ago. I don't think anyone knows who Wyatt Roy is anymore. If you're listening, Wyatt, come back from Afghanistan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he died in Syria. <laughs> he died in Syria. Rest <laughs> in peace, Wyatt Roy. Yeah, that was a whole weird thing, wasn't it? It was a um, great bit. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say that I think that Wyatt Roy is kind of suffering from the same thing that, like, Andrew Hasty does. Mm. Um, so, for your benefit, international listeners, uh, both Andrew Hasty and Wyatt Roy, before he got kicked the fuck out, um, were Australian politicians on the conservative side of the fence, and people think they're very fuckable, but I think they get tricked by the fact that they are like Tories who are not like corpulent, bloated sacks of flesh. Which is mm. pretty rare. Uh, That's the thing. There's not really many hot Tories, is there? It's just, it's purely a scarcity thing. Yeah. It's like hot for a Tory. It's the Daisy Cousins effect. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you actually look at Andrew Hasty up close, he's he's covered in moles and apparently a war criminal. So, well, you know, you know, could be into it. I like a bad boy. If, if that's what does it for you, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's bad boy. Like like, where does your line where does your line end on bad boy? Not at war criminal, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> how does cut? How does cutting hands off dead guys? factor into you on the bad boy scale look don't kink shame me don't do that (laughs) (laughs) haven't judged you yet haven't judged you in your intercourse it's true we've done it twice now two kids folks congratulations congratulations Hmm. i didn't say i enjoyed it neither did she Uh, neither did she (laughs) oh wait Uh, so, look, this, this next question is of a very similar vein. Uh, I'm, I'm worried about this, this Twitter handle. I, I, I gotta <laughs> say it, but it, it sounds, it's, it sounds like it's gonna sound racist <laughs> if I say it. It's, it's, let me spell it out. It's spelled capital J, A-A-P, capital S-A-M, and it makes me want to say Jap Sam. <laughs> Which I, but I from don't the, like the sound of yeah, that from the spelling, mouth. it's not. It doesn't well, seem like it is the thing. But um, you did just say it. You said Jap Sam. Yeah. Yeah, but if I said it with no con, like no context at all, you'd be yeah. like. Next up, a question from N Word Roy. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's he got against Sam? What's he got against our nice Japanese friend Sam? Uh, ironically, the question is in fact from the UK. Uh, it's it's a similar theme. Why do all conservatives look like Harry Potter but made out of piss? <laughs> Thanks. God, that's accurate. I think this must be something that they put in their anti-dandruff shampoo because <laughs> all of them have just hideous skin problems. Mm. I wonder if that's a tell, actually. Like, we should have known Mark Latham was on some... Fuck terrible shit when all of his skin started falling off in patches and then kind of like mm. slinking away like a disgusting worm on the ground. Is it genetic or do they just not take care of themselves? Here's a question. Um, pop quiz, can either of you think of a conservative with a good haircut? Go. Oh, shit. <laughs> any country, any Donald country is Trump. fine. <laughs> 
about that? Oh, I got okay. nothing. I got nothing. Anyone got anything? I got nothing. Oh, fuck. What about what about Macron? Has he got a good good do going? Yeah, probably. Yeah, but people like Yeah, but he's a fucking centrist. Yuck. Except except for when he's being super racist about Africans. Remember that? <laughs> that was cool. Well, he is French. Yes, well, come on. Mm. Uh, Lucy, did you go to France while you were in Europe? No, absolutely not. Disgusting country. <laughs> too, too racist for you up there? <laughs> Just too racist. That's why I stuck with Germany. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, so yeah, I, I, well, the only, the only like conservatives with reasonable, and even hairstyles. I'm not even talking about their fucking faces. Um, I'm thinking like just, just people like Mitt Romney, you know, where they just look like a, a cardboard cutout of a human. Mm. Um, but other than that, I got, I got nothing. It seems like uh, conservatives will will get pretty much given a whole lot of credit for being even, like, f- for being not actively unattractive. That's a way of putting it. Right. Yeah, they like if a, if a if a conservative is not actively in the process of offending you with his face, you're like, maybe I could fuck him. Yeah, I think that's it. That's definitely it. Yeah. Uh, but to try and answer the question a bit more directly, I think that um, it's because conservatism is a deep poisoning of the soul and it pollutes the body and the mind. That's it. Um, and you can see this in all of its external factors. Um, look at people who are, you know, the most conservative and right wing, like Steve Bannon, uh, the man who looks like a rotting flesh pig, mm. just falling apart in front of your eyes. Yep. Uh, eyes redder than the devil's dick. Yep. Looks like cum being scraped off baking ham. <laughs> mm. Mm. Opposite Dorian Gray painting ass yep. motherfucker. Yep. He looks like somebody flayed a pig and then put a wig on it. <laughs> He's just, just an awful corpulent looking man. Uh, he looks like uh, somebody who was way too well fed in his life and very recently died and was reanimated. Maybe they're all dead. Uh, they're dead inside. Yeah. You know, what's the most fucked up thing about Steve Bannon is not, it's not the Nazism. <laughs> all right. It's, it's, Nazism. Not, it's not the white supremacy. It's the wearing two button-up shirts on it, like over the top of each other all the time. <laughs> so unnecessary. You're right. There is some sort of pathological linking between all of these things that would cause people to um, be a Nazi and wear, yeah, like a green blazer with black pants. Yeah. Like there's just it's something cr- totally wrong in there. Very wrong. Yeah. To to have you, borrow have from Have you seen Marcus. the shirts, Lucy? I think I have seen the shirt. Oh, it's terrible. It's Disgusting. wildly wrong. It's wildly wrong. I feel like these people are just like cursed by an ancient witch. And it gives them <laughs> bad fashion sense and their skin falls off their face. Hmm. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it's like um, I can very much imagine that Steve Bannon hit a gypsy's son with his car. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and she uttered something to him that he didn't quite make out as she was, you know, hobbling away down the road. And look at him now. Look at him now. Look at him now. He he got his power. He got his website. But um, but he's 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 rotting. He's rotting while he's still in human form. 
uh, cursed to shamble across the earth forever. So that's conservatism. That's mm. it. That's my take on it. Uh, yeah, and I think, um, you know, obviously people have some sort of internal bias where they say if you don't look like you are a, a literal corpse, um, you're doing pretty well by comparison. And the Australian Parliament and Senate um, has many, many, many prime examples of this. Just imagine, if you will, uh, people who like to fuck men. Just imagine, if you will, uh, a, a red-faced Barnaby Joyce on top of you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, he, and he gets really no. red, too. They all get he red. He gets red when he's just, like, mildly upset. They all have this red face disease. I feel like it's something that scientists haven't figured out yet. It's bad. It's very bad. Uh, yeah, no, just... They all, just they're all dehydrated. Yeah, and that's... I think conservatives all need to drink some more water and take care of themselves <laughs> and maybe they'll be less grumpy, that's all I'm saying. Uh, all right, so um, move, moving on. We're going to need your help uh, answering this one, Lucy, because it is about you and Ben and your answer is going to count as being on behalf of both of you. Ah, Fantastic. This is a question from a good friend of the show, Alex Watts. How you doing, Alex? What's going on? Um, Alex asks, do you think that Lucy and Ben's ribbing of Caleb Bond comes from having a deep-seated crush on him? Well, first of all, I think Ben's answer would uh, be about not respecting women and have the N-word a few times. That's uh, the, yep, official, that's the official statement from Ben. Also... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to address that. Why is it me and Ben? Why why doesn't Andrew have a crush on Caleb? Oh look, I'm I'm a married man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That doesn't that doesn't get you off. <laughs> no, it would get you off. <laughs> Caleb Bond. <laughs> true, it's true. I feel like there's. I um, feel like Caleb's gonna listen to this episode, and I don't want to say anything that's gonna make him too horny. So he's probably never had if sex. You, if, if he was horny, he'd be DMing Nikki. That's my take. But he's like scared horny. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been scared we of our own horniness. Uh, to answer the question, can't say I've got a crush on Caleb. You know, he's no. a he's a young man. I respect his very uh, young man. ambitions, <laughs> and that's all I have to say on him. Apart from that, yeah. I hope he gets nuked. <laughs> Look, as as a sideline to this, um, you know, let's let's just sidestep into even the concept of uh, fucking an eighteen year old. Let's not, <laughs> because because no. Look, all I'm saying is that like I get that you know in the in the world of like barely legal hot teen porno, it's meant to be really appealing, but um, but when when you actually like uh speak to an 18 year old it makes you go mm. oh stop stop talking mm. to me it's stop bad. talking to me immediately i met some uh, 18 year olds on my uh europe trip wasn't oh, fun how'd that go for it i just i just remembered what 18 year olds were like and i don't wish to interact with one again until i'm dead Ah, so you agree with me. Thank you very much. You were skeptical at the start of that when I was just talking about banging. Banging eighteen-year-olds. Uh, <laughs> Can't say I've done it. Can't say I'm interested. <laughs> but uh, 
Uh, well, in fairness, as as far as I know, there probably is. Um, I'm not the target demo, but as far like as far as I know, I've never come across um, a, a lot of porno that is about like banging 18 year old dudes, like dudes who have just turned 18. I don't and think that exists. Shit. That does not exist. Um, <laughs> oh, I bet it exists. I no it exists. woman over um, 20 wants to bang an 18 year old. Yeah, that's right. 28-year-old woman puts up with 18-year-old dude's <laughs> shit for like three hours so they can fuck for 15 for minutes 30 later. seconds. It's, not, it's, it's never happening. Um, <laughs> so, so yes, you have a crush on Caleb. Is that where we landed on that one? Uh, I think that's the outcome of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cut Nikki's grass, so, uh, you know. Oh, yes. It's fair. Uh, so we have a question here from friend of the show, CDK, um, who asks, will Ben ever make any more JOI videos? <laughs> they were quite good. I won't say that to yeah. Ben's face, um, but they were quite good. Yeah. Um, now for the uninitiated, uh, a JOI video is a jerk off instruction video, uh, where somebody, somebody on camera Issues you um, instructions for your penis, mm-hmm. like IKEA instructions, you know, uh, and helps you helps you get there. Uh, and Ben did a series of these on on Twitter, and um, I'm just going to say uh, we will put the request into him. He should do one on on the show, so people can have a listen when they're on public transport or at work. <laughs> yeah, just to <laughs> just to round <laughs> out the hour. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> To close with just a solid five minutes of, of Ben talking to, to help our, our listeners finish the episode, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always like to end on a high. Note. I feel like that should be the uh, Bunta crime pass for the week. You may jerk off <laughs> what, in jerk public, it off on public transport <laughs> if you're listening to Ben's instructions. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, we'll we'll definitely ask him. We'll definitely ask him. We will ask him. Uh, Friend of the show, Nick Cornish, asks, You eating that butt? You got to eat that butt, bro. Is this a question or a statement? That's a, well, there's a question mark after, are you eating that butt? It's definitely a question. Um, to which I say, yes. I agree that you got to eat the butt. I, I, I am eating the butt. I agree with the premise of the statement, yes. Yeah. Like obviously, none of us are actively eating an ass. Not right now. Not right now, no. Well, it it introduce all sorts of technical difficulties with the recording. Oh, well, Theo, Theo is interestingly silent on the issue. Well, I'm. <laughs> it's face deep in a butt. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking my fifth, my Fifth Amendment rights. Hmm. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. I'll tell you something, Theo. Um. Just from my point of view. Uh, I'm all about respecting wives, respecting women. Just wives, and the me. number one. Well, the, yeah, the 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 deepest sign of respect that you can show to a woman is to eat the butt. That's all I'm saying. It's 2017. It's, so it's cool if, if it's 2017. You, it's cool if you don't respect your your wife. It's 2017, and like maybe you don't feel that strongly, but that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. It's fine. S- strong marriage is being eroded. <laughs> It's the end of traditional marriage. <laughs> traditional marriage was built on eating the ass. Thank you. 
I'm not sure that it was. Well, it's about breaking down barriers between two people, you know? I'm not sure that um, it is. It's much like that famous song by the Spice Girls, um, which I, I model my marriage on. It's about when two become one. And what could be more symbolic of there being no barriers between two people than one of them eating the other one's ass? You tell me. I can't argue with that. No, yeah, I can't yeah. think of anything. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, look, we either we either have to take that as a yes from Theo, or um, or that he doesn't respect his wife. Either or, either or, it's fine with me. It's fine. You don't want to, you don't want to close that one out. No, I thought us, we were going on the next question. <laughs> okay, I can move yeah, my we cursor. Still on. haven't had a statement. I can move my cursor on the Google Doc if you like. Here we go. You can, you can. You want to queue up where you would rather be than this question. Q and A over here, avoiding the answer. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> like a that's politician, cool. am I right? Hmm. Yeah. So there's weasel words. <laughs> Yes or no, the but. Um, all right. Look, to avoid making Theo any more uncomfortable about his public disrespect for his wife than we need to, <laughs> uh, let's move on. Uh, we have a question from friend of the show, Connor Stokes. Uh, Connor asks, who is the most considerate lover on weird Twitter? Wow. Mm. Good question. Hmm. Personally, I haven't made love to any of the people on Weird Twitter. Can't say um, I have either. So, Lucy. <laughs> I have not. Lucy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got drill in the bedroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who counts as Weird Twitter? I feel like there's a lot of overlaps with Weird Twitter and other kinds of Twitter. They had their fav star well, in the bio um, in 2013. And then and they no became longer. weird. mm Hmm. Most considerate lover. I feel like it's got to be Derek. I really just want to put some respect out there for Derek right now. Don't know if you guys yeah. are fans. Derek, if you're listening, I'm call a, me. I'm, I'm Derek fan. Derek fan. Um, yeah. I want to give a shout out to um good friend of the show, Christian. Don't shout uh, out at, to Christian. At no Powerade in USA. Um, look, he talks. he talks a big game. But he's strangely sensitive about mention of his real girlfriend, which says to me that he he probably respects her. I disagree. And, and makes, um, considerate love to her. I feel like Christian would be the least considerate lover. <laughs> Christian's girlfriend, if you're but- listening, send us a message. If you're listening, sweetie, sweetie, it's okay. Send us a picture of Christian's weird dick so that we may put <laughs> it on Twitter.com. Uh, look, you know, I'm just going to say it again. I, I, I bet his, I bet his dick's fine. I, I don't think, I, I don't get a fine dick vibe from Christian. That's for sure. <laughs> I get absolutely a definite weird dick over there. It's like a gnarled tree root. <laughs> exactly. Like that fucking tree <laughs> yep. in Harry Potter, like waving around, hitting people and shit. Mm, covered in moss. Covered in a thick green moss. Ah, uh, look, there's only one way to settle this, which is that Christian DMs a picture of his penis to each of us and we make our own judgments and report back. different picture to each of us. I want it 
I want oh. it personalized. That's a, three consecutive days, and he's holding up <laughs> that day's newspaper next to his dick with the date visible. <laughs> exactly. How about that? All right. Just for the... Yeah, I just want to put it on record. I, I think his dick's normal. All right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, Christian. Prove one of us wrong. Uh, all right. So, so we've got a couple of questions here, which is, uh, seem to be quite genuine questions about oh, relationships. Finally. Yeah. So... So, um, we're, we are actually not 100% sure whether the people who have sent these in uh, want them read out with their names on them. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read their names out and then I'm just going to check it out with them uh, before we put the episode out. And if they say, ooh, please don't say my name with that, with that question that's clearly about my partner <laughs> on, your, on your public recording, um, I will come back and I will tactfully... Bleep out the names with a with a fart sound. Ooh, yes! I just downloaded a good uh, pack of fart sound effects. So fantastic! I'm, I'm geared up. I'm ready to go. Um, if however they are totally fine with their name being on it, um, I will change nothing, and uh, this will just be you know thirty seconds of pointless, pointless chin wagging uh, that don't affect the outcome of the show. So, sorry. Fantastic. Sorry about that. I guess. Uh, so number one, we've got a, a dear long-time friend of the show, uh, Tal Waterhouse. Tal asks, how do you get over the one saying, behavior, or action a partner has or does that consistently rubs you the wrong way when otherwise they would be the perfect person for you? You never do. You just don't. <laughs> and you'll be married and 10 years later, that's going to be like the straw that broke the camel's back. You will finally murder that person. Oh, you guys are married, so we can't talk about any of your partner's or your ex-partner's shitty behaviours. No, let's do it. Let's get into it. Um, uh, Theo, what's what's what does your wife do that drives you bananas? <laughs> <laughs> here's here's what I'm working on at the moment. Um, how how my wife stacks the dishwasher. I'm still going on this one drives me crazy it's like she just it's it's like she puts on a blindfold <laughs> and then just starts shoving things in through an open hat well see Jesus. i'm the i'm the opposite where i get my my dishwasher technique is not good enough so my hands get Wait. slapped out of the way <laughs> to do it to do it correctly Oof. window into married hey. life over here <laughs> yeah no i've i've just become my father huffily restacking a dishwasher every day and then uh, going um, to the services club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, look, my uh, my actual answer to this question uh, would be that if it's genuinely like one thing, um, God forbid, this is some wild relationship advice, but maybe talk to them about it. That's be insane. Like, yeah, I, I love you. I love you and everything. And this is driving me fucking crazy. <laughs> Can we, like, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be something where where you just lay it on them that they either stop doing that or you, know, you leave or um, oh, commit a crime. Where's the fun in that? Well, lay down the law. 
be like, you stack the dishwasher like that again. I'm I'm out of here. I'm taking the kids. I'm fucking out of here. Custody well, battle. yeah, okay. Let me walk. Let me walk that back and say, if there is if there is one thing that will keep any relationship healthy, long lasting, it's ultimatums. Mm. I know. <laughs> this is why yes. I'm married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is what's kept me married for five long years is that um, as soon as I hear or smell a thing that I do not like, I immediately lay down an unreasonable ultimatum uh, about it. Yeah, it's either that and or look, just stew on it for weeks. Or years. Yeah, bottle it up. Yep, bottle it up. Um, and uh, it doesn't go anywhere. It just sort of sits way, way down in you. Um, a little dark core within you that just gets added to uh, with every new uh, instance. <laughs> then one day, just, one day that, you just snap. That's, uh, if it's not ultimatums, it's that. Or or like, you know, Andrew said, you can talk to them, but you know. that's uh, No. Healthy relationships are built on <laughs> burying it deep until one day you snap over something completely unrelated and just ruin everything because of that fucking dishwasher. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, um, so you could try any of these techniques, really. You could try, um, pushing it right down inside like Thea. Um, just, just stuffing it right down there with a big old toilet plunger inside (laughs) your soul. Um, I don't recommend that one. That one, that one doesn't make me feel great. Doesn't normally work out well. Mm, I prefer to over communicate absolutely everything that I am thinking at all times. Same. Um, yeah, it's it's maddening to um, to my my poor long suffering wife. Long suffering. Uh, who has? Yeah, no, she has to listen to the constant uh, verbal diarrhea pouring from my face. Yeah, I can get a feeling for uh, her suffering. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see. Thanks. That. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, she she puts up with me. Which is very nice, very nice of her. Good on her. Um, but at least, at least there's no there's no chance of of you know suddenly um, our marriage dissolving and us being left going. Mm, why didn't one of us say anything about this until uh, six months after it was too late? Is that a couples therapy? You could go to couples therapy. Is that oh, a real thing? Like a Don't act like you haven't been there, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been married for now, Theo? Uh, four years. Four years? Jesus. My God. My God. That's almost as long as me. I'm going to have to get divorced or die for you to catch up with me. Hmm. So, I have a Fingers new incentive crossed. to love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, like, couples therapy, I guess, like, you know. Shout out to you if you're working on yourself, if you're working on your relationship and all that sort of stuff. But I don't think it's a great sign. Getting deep know. here. I think... Um, Getting real Dr. Phil. Yeah, I think, the, I, know, I like, think the kind of... The idea of it is to get a perspective. Where, you know, if you've like... Blown things out of proportion or whatever, you know, I think it's... I think half the point of it is a, you know... A, Neutral third party or something, but it just sounds yeah. Like a it's to get someone to take side. For me. Yeah. someone else to take your side in the argument. <laughs> but, yeah, well, I think I think that's the way that that these people like 
dream of it going when it kind of like starts up. I think like finally someone that's gonna that's gonna you know back Tell me up right. agree with me. <laughs> and then you get in there and they're like, uh, so you got to listen for half of this time. You're like, fuck, man. <laughs> Do I have to pay for that half of the time? <laughs> um, no, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm sure I'm sure it would be very useful to you if um, maybe you weren't the greatest communicator in the world. I I like, am the greatest communicator in the world, so. It's not my problem. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair. Um, yeah, I think maybe if you if you were uh, either not great at communicating, or as a lot of people seem to be in relationships, um, like immediately default to um, like hyper defensiveness or aggressiveness or whatever you know in the face of any kind of disagreement you know there's people where like as soon as as soon as you're having any kind of mild disagreement they just like turn it up to yeah. fucking defcon uh what's the highest defcon what's the best DEFCON? one i believe defcon one they go straight to defcon one yeah that's a low number so i wouldn't have thought that'd be that. yeah it's like golf i think <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> The less DEFCONs, the better or the worse, depending on how you would like to think about it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll come back and we'll bleep your name out of it uh, if you didn't want it in there. Yeah, I think... Uh, if this was specifically about your partner. And I think the non-joke answer is, like Andrew said, I mean, you just got to put it out there. And if you can do it with kindness, then that's even better. Um, mm. And it's better than not. Mm, I will say that from my own personal experience and perspective that... I would rather have um, a series of small, mildly uncomfortable conversations with someone than one big one yes. where we're talking about our divorce. Yeah, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, and by the way, did you know that mm. you do this? And uh, yeah. Yeah, the real it's driving me fucking crazy yeah, for not a good three point. years. The real mm. custody dad situation where it's like, my wife left me out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, out she, of nowhere. Did yes. She yes. <laughs> It's so weird. It's just up and she left. She never said anything. Took the kids, so, never, she said, never anything. said anything. that I listened to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, right, we've got another one here. It's, it's getting real. Let's get real. Now, I'm sure this is not a real name, but again, I'm going to check with this individual. I think, it's, so I think it might be, be Irish. Or not. <laughs> it's Gaelic, I think. I don't want to don't wanna judge. <laughs> Well, I hope that a popular fast food chain puts out a burger <laughs> with this name on it. Uh, so, and again, I'll come back. I'll, I'll censor this if it needs to be censored. Friend of the show, uh, Jill McSplurter. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's probably not real. Um, has a question for us. And that question is, what do you do when you've been in a relationship with someone for three years... They say they love you, but much support has been required through that time, but rarely reciprocated. Help me, wise munters. Dump him. Dump him. Dump him. I mean, it could be a her. Dump, Dump him or her. Dump them. Dump them. How about that, Lucy? Dump Get them. woke, for Thank Christ's sake. Thank you for uh, making me work there. Dump them. Hmm. Anyone else want to contribute um, or have we uh, no. solidly answered that question? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like, 
I don't know. I feel like three years is enough time to have sort of been like, hey, you're being a bit of a shitty partner. Maybe you should do better. Maybe be less of a shitty partner. Yeah. Uh, well, look, I would, I would at the very least say that if you had had been in a relationship with someone for three years and those three years have been quite rocky and hard to get through. Um, it's not necessarily a great indicator for like the long, long term. Probably not. Probably not ideal. Hmm. Have they been a real dick during that time? Has I think it been something where like you've you've barely been able to sort of struggle through. We need more information on this relationship. Yeah, well, I need details. Please write in and we can follow up. But um, but I would definitely say that if somebody uh, like uh, all right, one one tiny hint I get from this is they say they love you, but and that's um. It's never a good sign. Not a good sign. It's never a good. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily suggest or reflect like that kind of unconditional love that you're looking for. Um, no, sorry. Let me immediately walk that back. Uh, real relationships should not be predicated on unconditional love because, of course, real relationships come with conditions like, uh, "Do not abuse me, uh, support me." Yeah. Uh, don't cheat on me unless that's my thing. Don't be a Nazi. There's a, there's a few little yep. basic conditions. Yeah, like I, I have a bunch of conditions. Uh, they mainly they mainly revolve around not being a Nazi or cucking me. Same, and no diapers. Uh. No adult babies. <laughs> no diapers unless we talk about it first. Yep. But he, mm, this is conditional love. It's very <coughs> conditional. No diapers unless you get the size right. <laughs> I hate when they're all, they're all loose and... Ugh. <laughs> My turds drop out the side. <laughs> Like a little slapping sound on the floor. <laughs> I hate it. I hate this. <laughs> Why would anyone do it? Oh, it's so bad. Theo, what's your take on this one? Uh, like you said, I think you need more information. I'm probably the wrong person to ask about this because, you know, I lucked out. Because so, Theo's relationship's uh, perfect. He's never had any problems. That's my take. <laughs> Your take is my my relationship is fine, so I guess I guess you know you could deal with your own problems. Yeah, is basic, that your basically. advice? Well, I mean, look, I'm not getting paid for my emotional labour here, Jill. So you know, I'm not gonna do gymnastics for it. Wow! <laughs> wow! No, you honestly, I least. don't know. <laughs> we are getting paid for this emotional labour. <laughs> we are actually being paid. <laughs> the least supportive advice columnist I've ever seen. God, I wonder if this is how he treats his wife. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely is not. I'm happy, so who gives a fuck, huh? <laughs> I just, wow. I don't know. I don't have enough experience. Next question from uh, Theo's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he so mean? Yeah. Um, okay, look. Uh, seriously, though. Send some of us some more details. I would actually <laughs> like to know more about this. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, if you've, if you've been with someone for three years and like it's a, it's a bit of a struggle and like they say you love you, but they love you, but you're still doing a lot of like the eh, wobbly hand gesture about how much you actually believe that. Just get a new Don't one. Fail. Just get a new one. That's my advice. That's yeah. why I'm the uh, unmarried member of the podcast. 
Just get a new one. Yeah, you're worth it. Exactly. You're worth it. Yeah, that's our take. That is our take. Uh, all right. Now we got we got a, a couple a couple here that I think we're we're digging into the dirt. This is where we're going to get some hate mail. Fantastic! Um, Can't wait. Oh, all right, uh, dear friend of the show, Necro Techno writes. What about being Polly makes people so smug? <laughs> I'm Polly and I constantly feel the need to tell people that monogamy is the cause of all their relationship issues. Please help me before I alienate all my friends. <laughs> I'm so glad Ben's not on today. <laughs> I, I don't want him to have a right of reply on this. Oh, it's about to be erasure hour, isn't it? Why my are Polly pe- I mean, there's nothing wrong with Polly, but why are Polly people so insufferable? I think it's exactly. because they feel like they've stepped outside of the system. Yes. Yeah. Like, are they the libertarians of relationships? I think so. They've been red pilled, as far as hey. uh, <laughs> Polly is red pill. Yeah. All right. Who wants to hear my um, my actual shitty take on Polly people? Me. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up and get ready to write a thing to me about how I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> Let's load um, this old think tank up and mm, <laughs> push it out. Mm. Hey, look, folks, I absolutely agree that there are a whole bunch of people out there who are not suited to monogamous relationships, particularly long-term monogamous relationships. If you can't stay in a relationship without fucking more than one person, monogamy is probably not for you. Um, where I come a little unstuck on the poly stuff... Ooh. Um, <laughs> It's fine. Like, it's fine. Go for it. Fuck as many people as you like. That's all good. Um, it's the it's the like Tumblr grade shit that mm. I've read where people want Polly to be considered as though it is like, um, as though it is like being straight or gay or bi or Polly. Like, they want they want it in the same ballpark. Yes, like an identity, like. They're oppressed. Yeah, and I mean, this is a this is a small makes, percentage of it them. It kind of makes me go like, I just I just don't know if I if I can look at it or think of it the same way as like sexual identity in the sense of if if you are if you are gay, um, you are born that way, and like you know, no one no one gets to go. Oh, just try not being gay because you're gay. That's fine. That's the deal. Um, but Polly like requires requires you to find a bunch of people to have relationships with and everything. It's not you could like be fucking one person and still be Polly, right? I think you can't escape the fact that one partner is always going to fuck more. And with the Polly couples I've seen on my various social medias, that is always the lady. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. My 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 take is that like, uh, yeah, if you if you would like to be in a relationship with uh, more than one people at once, uh, go for it. Hell but yeah. go for it. There's also like, if if you constantly feel the need to tell people that monogamy is the cause of all their relationship issues, mm. I would say to you consider this: people have enough difficulty trying to maintain an ongoing relationship. With one person. Hard enough dealing with one woman, am I right? Mm, am I you right, are right. Just, I'm, I'm right. 
Yeah, well, number one, you are correct. <laughs> Women be shopping. They do be shopping. Yeah. Uh, just shopping. Shopping around the clock. Uh, but also, yeah, just in general, like it's it's hard enough for one person and another person to just have a relationship with each other and make it work and deal with, with all of the little myriad fucking intricacies of people's personalities and jealousies and insecurities and all that sort of stuff. And then you add another person and, and you cross all those wires and like... Yeah, you do. I don't know. I just... <laughs> yeah, you do. You just you just bung another person. In it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yes, my question to you is why why would poly people be spunk? How many how many people does anybody out there know who've been in a poly relationship that's been going for like fifteen years and it's Ooh, totally fine? Andrew, you're getting problematic over here. Hmm? I think poly works for it's some a- people. It works very well for some people. Not personally. I'm sure it a does. Fan. I'm just I'm just saying. I think that. I think that those people are in the minority. I think the rest of the time, it's it's people who go... Who try to go for it and it doesn't work for them. Yeah, because... Well, and again, the reality is is that I don't think it's because, like, poly isn't a thing or any of that sort of shit. I think it's that humans are immensely complicated things. Deep, man. Yeah, as, um, as someone who... Um, will not make eye contact with Has my mechanic. Has been in a lot of poly relationships. No, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, the concept of adding another another cog to that particular machine um, just sounds like a nightmare to, to me. So, you know, if you're doing it, then uh, you must be some sort of magician. I agree. I, I respect anyone who can do magician. it. Yeah. Me too. I just, I've, I've never seen an example. In the wild. No. Of a successful, ongoing poly relationship. I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure they're absolutely out there. Uh, but how, how long do they last? I don't know. I'm no poly scientist. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> going to get angry hate mail for this one, Andrew. Yeah. Caleb Bond's going to get didn't... mad again. Well, it doesn't matter because Andrew, and Andrew manages... All the social media, so yeah. So it's feel free to send in as much hate mail as you like. Uh, that is at Punta Vista. Is or it? I don't even know. Ocean. It is it. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good thing that there's no way to track down who else is on the show. <laughs> no, none <laughs> absolutely <whatsoever>. not. <laughs> Look, I said Polly's fine. Oh. I'm the uh, most enlightened member of the group. I reckon you married huh. you monogamous people. I'm incel. Hey, look, uh, I I believe I opened my um, intolerant screed. Yeah, I'm not racist, but <laughs> thanks, Andrew. I believe Andrew. I opened my intolerant screed by saying monogamy's not for everyone. I think a lot of people try monogamy and they keep running at it, and it's very very clear that it's it is not for them. This is true. Likewise um, with Polly, not for everyone. Yeah. Not for me. Gave it a go. Not for me. Had an ex yeah. who uh, was very much into the uh, the old cucking. Yes. Gave it a go. Not a fan. Well, let's get let's get into that friend, for a second. Friend of Can the show, my ex, who who I will not specify. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so this this person um, started just kind of like casually suggesting that maybe. 
Imagine if there was another guy here with us and yeah. I was also here, but a few meters back. Pretty and- much. <laughs> this was quite long into our relationship. So I was like, um, mm-hmm. all right, let's, uh, all right. Gave it a go. A couple See, of this times. is like, this is like the, the baby fetish thing where it's like, how long do you wait? How long do you hang on to that one before you go, uh, hey. I had a I had a thing I wanted to talk to you about. It's just one of those fetishes that I just I just don't get it. It seems ideal. It's like, oh, I can be in a relationship and I can sleep with anyone, but you're not going to sleep with anyone else. But then in reality, it's just it's just bad. <laughs> it's just no good. Oh, so Polly's not a thing now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. It is a thing if you're so into cucking. Nice. Cucking can work for it's some nice people, in theory. but uh, not for me. Hmm. Not for me. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fine. Uh, Theo, any thoughts on uh, cucking? Mm. Anything you want to get out? Uh, of? It seems like a, a very bizarre thing, but I'm not to kink, kink shame. If you want to sit in the wicker chair, take your <laughs> take your shirt off while. Uh, <laughs> very specific, Theo. While, while very the specific. man three doors down, you know. It, uh, <laughs> Seems like an odd setup. Hey, here's my take. Um, <laughs> if you were really into that in this day and age, I bet you could get your Uber driver into it. <laughs> Surely an Uber driver would be a would be a quick and easy source Uber of a gentleman cucking. to cuck you with your wife. What? That's very specific. Hey, yeah. Now that you've dropped us off, why don't you just, <laughs> just pop in here for pop a second? Anyone just turn off the meter. Just bang my wife. Oh, so you want him to wife? turn off the meter now? <laughs> Well, on the on the Uber, we can come to some other kind of arrangement. Maybe we we'll get a little surge pricing going. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's, a, it's an erection kind of joke. I got. I, going. I got it. Like, the, yeah, I get it. Yep. Like, yep. I get jokes. Uh, well, no, no. Let let me explain. Like a surge. <laughs> um. So. All right. Well, that's that's quite a revelation into into Lucy's. Lucy's well. Thank you. I feel. I feel. I feel good sharing. Uh, sharing with the podcast. I feel like we've we've uh, gotten yeah. gotten closer. We've knocked down some. We've knocked down some barriers. We've communicated. We've strengthened our relationship. Yeah, it's very poly. And of us. we are we are one step closer to living in a poly commune. I haven't. I've just been putting more <laughs> barriers up. <laughs> <laughs> Theo's just been nervously getting quieter and quieter. <laughs> All right. How about this, Theo? We have one last question that you can field for us. Okay. And it's not, it's not, fr- it's not from one of the sickos. It's from a normal it's person. Not- <laughs> one of you normies. It's, yeah, it's from it's from a, a nice normie patron, uh, named Rob, and Rob asks, "What is it like to kiss girl?" <laughs> Take it away, Theo. Yeah, it's it's um. Rob, I got to I got to tell you mate. Um it's good. Um you're going to enjoy it. Right. I don't <laughs> want to spoil too much. Like this is one of those reviews like, you know. You, you, <laughs> you don't want to give it away. But um it's definitely something that I've done. Um uh not just talking in abstracts here because I haven't. Um it's it's like uh the sunrise. Um over <laughs> the ocean you know it's like jesus christ a single tree growing at the top of a mountain um 
it's the first snowflake hitting the roof top. Uh, it's it's the leaf going down the river. Um, Sounds kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the train going into the tunnel. Uh, it's the rocket blasting off. <laughs> Uh, all right. One. Well, I'm going to branch off from this into one quick question, which is: um, Have we all experienced a truly terrible kisser in our day? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Hasn't everyone? Mm, yes. You ever had one of those people who seems like they're trying to actually eat the whole front of your face? Yes. Yes. That was that was specifically my complaint. Yeah. You ever had a classic Mark Wahlberg? What's a What's, what's a Mark a, Wahlberg? What's a Mark Wahlberg? Uh, watch any fucking movie with Mark Wahlberg in it where he kisses a woman. Can't say I've ever, ever paid all- attention. Jesus fucking Christ, he looks like he is trying to eat all the skin off a lady's face. <laughs> he looks like a fucking cannibal. <laughs> he goes, a full full open mouth, like giant gnawing, uh, just, it's, oh. It just, it, anytime that I see Mark Wahlberg kissing on film, it immediately gives me flashbacks to any and all of the worst kissing that I've ever received. I've never kissed, but uh, one day I hope to find out what it's like. Mm. Not making it sound very appealing. Lucy's, o- Lucy's only fucked. She doesn't like to get intimate. <laughs> no kissing. None of that. That's for later in life. That's for marriage. That's right. That's right. And on that note, I think we will wrap it up here. Uh, uh, Theo and I will both go and chastely kiss our wives on the cheek. Yeah, it's bedtime. <laughs> It's Betty Bice time. These and, uh, hetero marriages. You're an hour behind me. You're an hour behind me. Jesus this is actually Christ. working out. This is actually working out really well for us. Actually, um, just a little peek behind the curtains. It's uh, ten thirty uh, where uh, Andrew and Lucia. It's nine thirty where I am, and um, it's just just enough time for a shower. Nine twenty-three. Um, nine twenty-three. Sorry. Night shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a night shower. Um, and a little uh, little kiss on the forehead, and then um, oh my God. tuck myself into bed with my wife and my cat. I think hetero marriage should uh, be you- banned at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly sickened uh, by this perverted behaviour from the <laughs> both of you. Disgusting. Non-consensually kissing sleeping women. <laughs> it's all very... It's in the marriage contract. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um... Okay, and I assume that Lucy is going to go and call up that ex who was into the cucking stuff. And just ask him why. Just just want some more. No, just have him on speakerphone. <laughs> just do a little interview. <laughs> while you like, oh. while you just do like make dinner, just do chores around the house and he's just really hoping the call leads to something and it never <laughs> ever does. That's right. It's the ultimate cuck. <laughs> the ultimate cuck. Not cucking. <laughs> The ultimate blue balling. A little, little less in impatience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. All right. We're going to wrap it up. Yeah, let, hopefully, let's do that. Um, hopefully we solved some problems. I'm sure we know? did. Probably. Why not? Uh, we're all pros here. All pros. Well, you guys, you guys are pros. <laughs> uh, so... Don't forget, check us out on the old uh, Patreon if you would like some bonus episodes. Uh, we have a commentary track 
uh, Lucy and I um, recorded along with the beautiful, beautiful indie film uh, White Chicks. Mm. Uh, you can get that and more. Plenty of other bonus episodes. Only $5 a month. Pay us for our uh, emotional labor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we get very emotional when we talk about cucking and diapers. We do. And if you want to be an ally, uh, I mean. That's, that's very true. Give your money to women. Uh, and also, maybe uh, maybe if you're into uh, rating things, if you're into doing reviews of uh, kissing or podcasts, um, then maybe jump on the old iTunes store. Chuck down a review. A five-star um, five one. Write, write your honest... Yeah. Well, as, as many stars as you want and give us your really, really honest thoughts and feelings as long as they are glowingly positive mm. and the number of stars you pick is five. Yeah. It's how I approach yeah. relationships. So, uh, it's very relevant, to be honest. Be honest as long yeah. as it's glowingly positive. Uh, be honestly glowingly positive. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, well, we'll see you a little later in the week for a bonus episode. If you are a subscriber, and if you are a subscriber, then um, I'd, I'd like to give you a little kiss. Me too. A little kiss. Hmm. Just a we'll little all one. come round to your house yeah. and smooch you on the forehead. That's the give ten dollar subscriber level. A little married smooch. Mm. <laughs> if if you are a woman, I will chastely smooch you <laughs> on the forehead, and if you are a man, I'll give you a little peck on the tip of your penis. <laughs> Please don't. I don't want to be there for that. <laughs> you don't have to be there. That's fine. That's part of my commitment to the Okay. Pagans. All right. Anyway, folks, thanks very much for joining us. <laughs> I think Andrew's going to do it anyway. I Well, I've got, I have everybody's credit card information. I can figure it out. <laughs> I'm logging off now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time for that. Good night. All right. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.